0: I'm going to address some things tonight in the spirit Um, and and, you know there's one thing to relax it's another thing to go to sleep it's very important it's very important that we don't allow uh, slumber to get a hold of us especially with what's happening in the world so much Um, I think that I was just reading that I don't know if they've passed legislation in America but there's in full intention to Pretty much, I mean, it's happening already to a point. Control uh, the internet uh, in regards to information, all that sort of stuff in America, um, and so we, we've actually like it's it's a time in history where we go deep into the Lord, and you'll be shocked. I've been I've been processing with different people, uh, a lot of dreams. I mean, just for something different, and. Uh, and one of the things that I'm finding is people are dreaming about being in an elevator. Who's ever had, who's had a dream of like being in an elevator? Oh my goodness! Really? Put your hands up. Goodness me! Okay, there you go. That that's actually good, unless the elevator was going down. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll pray against those. Um, but what that is is actually being it's being in the right place, which is in Christ. And when you see that, see once regarding an elevator obviously you need to press press the right button get out on the right floor that's that's the thing but the work is being in the elevator once you're in the elevator the elevator just works itself and so that's 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 actually there's there's something going uh taking place in the spirit of people yes there's ascension and all sorts of different things but um yeah so anyway i sort of went into a preach while we're still doing the announcements but the announcements anyway we're done so oh i'm gonna pray Yeah, okay. All right, Holy Spirit, thank you that you're here. We just thank you for your presence. We just thank you for spiritual government. I thank you, Lord God, for, uh, uh, um, I thank you that the the righteous are as bold as a lion. I thank you, Lord God, that you call, heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. I just thank you for that. That, that sense of laying a hold of reality, laying a hold of eternity. I thank you, Lord, let your word go forth today and let it break any sort of religious mindsets or any carnality. And I just thank you that it's tearing open, tearing open the veil uh, of people coming out of that natural limiting matrix and birthing us in realms of glory in Jesus' name, amen. Very fancy prayers, very fancy, but I mean them. Okay, so... <clears throat> I think I mentioned this Sunday is that uh, obviously I'll be doing um, regular trips, but short trips to New Zealand and wherever possible, not miss our weekends here, because the Lord's moving over there and some interesting things happening. And um, I remember some of the trips to New Zealand for me have been insanely supernatural, especially with signs. And obviously, um, this is a very sort of a Davidic house, I would say, with Tabernacle of David and so forth. And I remember when we went up to this mountain to, to where there was this hec- we had a hectic encounter about four years ago. So we went up there to connect with the Lord. We just felt to go there by faith. And I remember finding out that the Morai or the spiritual Maori house at the base of the mountain is called the, the House of David. And the last Maori chief who ruled from that mountain a long time ago, he changed his name to David. And I'm going, this is incredible, Lord. How many, so many confirmations. And then the Lord whispered into my heart and he said it in love, but it it was the voice of the Father. And this is what he said to me. He said, how many more signs do you want, son? Now it's time to believe. So he said to me, it wasn't a rebuke, but it was, a, it was a subtle adjustment of the intent of my heart. And so it's very easy, especially if you have a seer gift, very easy if you have a, a, a free-flowing thoughts mantle. Uh, if you get a lot of that stuff, it's easy to just go, wow, wow, wow. But the, the muscle of faith is a different muscle. It really is. If I had a choice of being limited to one thing, for me, it would be, it would be faith because you actually are able to manifest things out of the realm of the Spirit into the natural. Who who would like to to build that pretty seriously? And so, because you can be a very gifted seer and your life can be very broken and not manifest things. This is, you know, know, it's, it's, it's it's a reality. So the Lord is speaking to me about it's time to believe. So I wanna go through some of the mechanics of that. As you know, I've just come back from Europe and America couple of trips and I would say today's the first day I haven't felt jet-lagged or exhausted uh, Sunday was great it was a great day but um, I, me the Holy Spirit and energy drinks got me right through that one um, and then just waking up at 2 30 in the morning and not being able to go back to sleep that's you know but you know I've got to be able to get into a lot of prayer but what I want to do this is a really really exciting area when if you cap. If you are able to capture what's being transmitted, especially through Scripture, you'll just go, man, this is amazing. If you don't, if life's not an adventure, as a believer, you got it wrong. You got it wrong. And so, and so if, 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 if it's not an adventure, you're actually doing something wrong. It shouldn't be mundane. Okay, I understand that 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 uh, uh, we're not always chasing stimulation and all that sort of stuff, you know. And you can find God in the mundane, but th- that life is an adventure. Now, what I want to do first, I want to talk about, is that how how do we believe, and through what agency do we believe? Firstly, what I want to do is that sometimes you can back engineer the enemy's plans and work out what God's original intent is. So, so one example of that is the fact is that Lucifer really wanted to exalt his throne above the stars, above the clouds. He wanted to sit on the sides of the north. He wanted to sit on the Mount of Congregation. So in other words, Satan wanted to, or Lucifer wanted to be established in Zion but he got kicked out. You read Revelation 12, as soon as the the, the, the man child who was to rule the nations with a rod of iron, exalted up to the throne of God, two verses later is you see he's booted out. So Satan does not have access to Zion anymore. Can someone say amen? So if he really wanted it, but he got booted out, what that means is that you've got an earthbound church, not interested in ascension, oblivious to the fact that God says in Hebrews 12, 22 to 24, that they're already in Mount Zion, the heavenly Jerusalem, an innumerable company of angels, and that Jesus is the mediator of a better covenant, the blood that speaks better things than that of Abel's. To the church, the firstborn that's registered in heaven. So this is what God says. Let God be true in every man a liar. And, And so you can back engineer that, right, and say, we have to be obsessed with heavenly dimensions because wherever your heart is, wherever your affection is, you actually gravitate to. So conversely as well, we've got to work out is that what is Satan really after in regards to humanity? And if you've really find out what he's after, you work out what God really values and what is the potential to change the world very quickly. So let's look at Isaiah, the preaching of the Gospel, Isaiah 61. And this was quoted in Luke uh, when Jesus spoke in the, in the synagogue. And they you know, they really were excited. They were so excited that Jesus read from this passage of Scripture that they thought they'd throw Him off the hill. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because, here's the reason, He has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor, good news, the Gospel. He has sent me to heal the broken hearted. To proclaim freedom or liberty to the captives and the opening of the of the ship of Okay, those who are who are bound. That's what a few words laid on top of each other sound like. So let's go back to that, the, the the first part of that, please. What's interesting, right at the very very beginning, it's talking about the Lord's mission to speak to a condition, and that is the brokenhearted. Okay, it, it's not to the sick, it's not to people who are mentally oppressed. It's to the broken hearted. And that's very, very interesting because we can start to reverse engineer why this is so significant. He came to heal the broken hearted. Because what happens if someone has a broken heart, if that doesn't get healed, they're probably not going to get healed of much much else. This is really important. And sometimes we don't put a value on it because that heart, is it seems like an abstraction, and it doesn't seem to be the same measurable KPIs. It's sort of like someone was blind and they can see, yeah, you know, and because we can measure it. But someone was brokenhearted and they've got completely healed and set free. You go, oh, yeah, that's good, because to us it's not as uh, empirical and, and measurable. But to God, it's way bigger a deal. It says that God, God looks at the heart. Man looks at the outward appearance. God looks at the heart. So when it says brokenhearted, the word. The, the, the broken part in the Hebrew means to like shatter and fragment. This is important because the enemy, he actually, he does generally attack through the mind, but the whole goal is to break people's hearts. That's the goal, okay? So when we start to understand that, yes, the battleground is the mind, but if you start thinking rubbish thoughts too long, is that those things will start to settle into you Um, Dan Deval, he's got, I completely concur uh, uh, with this and he says the three things that get into the heart or the subconscious, that is revelation, repetition and trauma those three things this is why the enemy goes after kids this is why culture goes after kids you do not remember this, very important you do not see drag queen story hour at old folks' homes. There's a reason for that, and so they're going after they're going after what people that the cements still wet, okay, where they can make impressions and and imprint and 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 you know all sorts of hideous things. To be honest, so we need to know why this is such a big deal, and. Uh, The reason is, is that uh, you know through Hebrews 4.12, and I've taught on this ad infinitum, not ad nauseum, ad infinitum, is that I remember when I studied psychology, and it's quite interesting because when you were to do an autopsy on somebody with Alzheimer's, or some extreme form of dementia, when you have a look at the gray matter of the, the brain, you can actually see lesions over it. It's actually a physical thing. It's really, really interesting. But you can't do an autopsy or any sort of postmortem work on the I- I- invisible realm on the inside of somebody. So in other words, what we need to do is we need to use the Word of God and we need a spirit of discernment and wisdom to be able to measure that. And we probably have, it says in, 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 in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, that the God of peace will sanctify you, spirit, soul, and body. That's a good one. But then there's an interesting one, as you guys know, in Hebrews 4.12, it says the Word of God is alive and it is powerful, so powerful, it's not as sharp as a two-edged sword, it's sharper than a two-edged sword. It's so sharp it pierces between the division of soul and spirit, that's pretty sharp, right? It's between soul and spirit. So are those two things, Do they are they adjacent to each other? Are they touching, right? Are they sort of like half merged into each other? But the word of God is so sharp, it pierces between soul and spirit, even joints and marrow. Okay? But then you see, it says, so it, it pierces between soul and spirit, or suke and pneuma, right? Joints and marrow. But then it says, in that context, is a discerner of thoughts and intents of the heart. That's the cardia. And you'll find these aren't throwaway terms that are just interchangeable. There's a precision in this language. Because God speaks very specifically about the heart all through the Old Testament. One example is 2 Chronicles 16 Don't put that up, please. Uh, it says, The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole world, seeking whose heart. So generally the word is leb, right? Uh, whose heart. Uh, is loyal to him or completely his, that he may show himself strong on their behalf. In other words, when someone has a heart committed to the Lord, God can manifest powerfully. So, this is this is key because we believe through the hearts. You go, but we're meant to walk in the Spirit and we're meant to win souls. Come on, how complicated can it get? win souls, walk in the Spirit, pray in the Spirit, worship in the Spirit and truth, but we believe from the heart. And this is why the enemy, the enemy wants to go after people, especially young, and break their hearts. And what we have found in ministry, is most issues that we deal with when people are in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, etc., they are unresolved child issues because that's when the heart got damaged. This is profound, because we're gonna go into a little bit of this today, but if we understand some of this, it's quite incredible because it's actually quite liberating because you start to realise, it's important that we know the field of engagement and, 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 and how, I mean, it doesn't take years and years of rehab for someone to be transformed. When you start to understand God's ways, when you cooperate with His ways, you see His power. Okay, it's one thing to just cry out for his power, like this. But remember, most of the sevenfold spirit of God is, is, is wisdom and understanding, knowledge and the fear of the Lord, counsel, and only one part out of seven might. Because trust me, when God manifests might, it's all over. It's not an arm wrestle. It's all over. So we can cooperate with it. Now, with the heart, and I'm going to talk a little bit about this tonight, but I'm just going to just jump in a bit early. Is your heart doesn't understand, that your heart is in a constant state of now. Doesn't understand the past. Doesn't understand the future. So for example, is that let's just say you got teased by one person or bullied back in different language when I was growing up. This person's always teasing you. Right? So they said, like okay, well you just suck it up, mate. You know, now it's bullied. And as soon as you hear the word bullied, that could be like getting your head punched into teased. So we've, got, we've, we've, we've changed the language and, and bullying's hectic. People take their lives because they've been bullied. And so let's just say you got bullied as a child in grade three. Okay, something like that. And it's just got right in there. It could be about your physical appearance. All right. I, uh, let me tell you, I, 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 who would like to hear a bullying story? because I know you guys love public gossip. So when I was younger, and I don't know how I got that, maybe because I watched too much of Sylvester and Bugs Bunny cartoon, I actually had a hectic lisp. A hectic lisp. <laughs> and, you know, if it was a young, young guy trying to, you know, grow into a, a manhood and, and identity, it's very hard for people to take you seriously, <coughs> And so I remember these girls used to hassle me out. And they used to call me Todd. <coughs> I flip and hated it. <coughs> and what's worse is when someone teases you, but privately it's a little bit funny as well. So you sort of like, okay, I hate that. <laughs> anyway. So I actually, they call it a, a, a speech therapist, a, a speech therapist, right? But they used to call who remembers, heard the term elocution classes? Well, I was sent to elocution classes. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I can quote names because my goodness, it was so long ago. And, and, uh, and we're talking like, <laughs> it was a place in the eastern suburbs. And uh, and my my father hated the fact that I didn't pronounce my words. I had poor diction and I, uh, um, you know, didn't pronounce my consonants and I'd mash my vowels together. I hated the lisp. And my dad being of of English extraction, he just thought poor speech is the pits, right? Uh, (laughs) You know, he'd prefer I had two heads. So it's just the way it is, value system. So I went to the elocution classes and I remember going there and this really old house, opened it up, went down the hallway, grandfather clock, the whole house stunk of mothballs and the lady was called Madame Madigan. (coughs) And I did not wanna be there. And I hated being there so much, I went there twice and completely decided to stop lisping. (laughs) You'd be surprised what you can achieve when there's a gun to your head. <clears throat> so, obviously, that wasn't a deep wound because, you know, that wasn't a cathartic testimony. But you get people who are teased about their appearance or whatever. And what happens is that then that goes deep into it, it, it could actually cause uh, uh, fragmentation. Now, again, I gave you a very, very light example, but somebody, you know, who gets tormented over it and gets like it becomes a bit demonic. Then what takes place is this is that when we minister to someone, that person, this thing has got so in there, in their brain, they go, yeah, that happened when I was a kid, I sort of moved on, but the heart doesn't. This is what's crazy, the heart doesn't. And this is why Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted. He didn't come to bring therapy. I understand therapeutic context of 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 a therapeutic relationship, I do understand that. So what, that's what's crazy. So the heart sees that that's the current state. It doesn't see that it happened in primary school. And this is very, very important. But when we understand the function of the heart, we can cooperate with its design and actually cooperate with God's modus operandi and be completely transformed. There's too many people that just are growing old and getting more information and not being transformed. I am completely personally obsessed with transformation. Okay. I just don't want to get older and know a bit more information, because very, very important if we're, nothing is static, we have to be growing and, and, and maturing and bearing fruit. There's no neutral ground, okay? So here's an interesting one. I was in Germany um, six weeks ago, I think, ish four weeks ago. And there was a, 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 a bumped into a young man, lovely guy, switched on. <clears throat> and he'd been through a bit of trauma. Then what happened was, and this blew my mind, is that um, we went to Switzerland and we did this big prophetic uh, time of prayer uh, up in the mountains. It was it was it was pretty amazing, to be honest. And um, and then we needed multiple drivers to help drive us back to Germany because where we we're staying, we we're staying on the border. Then this young young man who's going to drive us said oh, I can't drive us why because his organs are shutting down I won't go into detail and it was affecting his vision organ failure right like vital organ failure and I'm like what and I'd spoken beforehand I didn't know any of this I'm going this is crazy and then the lord said before you go I want you to minister to him and so there was hundreds of people at this conference and I didn't do any sort of personal, I mean, I think I interpreted some dreams and stuff like that. But during the conference, the Lord said, you're just going to minister to this guy. (laughs) Sure. So what happened was this, is that, and I'm I'm gonna tell you what happened and then I'm gonna talk about the mechanics and I'm gonna talk about believing. Uh, And so I remember, um, I said, look, I don't know if we're gonna have time. He said, but this is what I've heard. This is what I think has to happen with you, right? So when you pray, or da 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 da, like this, and he goes, do you think you'd be able to take me through it? And I said, you know what, I will. I actually will, because I said, I won't, I'll miss the last session, I'll leave early, I'll find you, and we'll go out the back. So basically, is that that's what happened. And then we went into a a boardroom that had big glass doors, and we're sitting down, and... (coughs) what happened was uh, uh, there were people in the kitchen sitting around talking and laughing, which they are allowed to do because it was a public place. So it, was a, it was a communal area. And I'm, I'm talking to him and I said, hey, um, with what we're about to do, you got those people there, you got the glass walls, you know, I think, I think we might wanna find more of a private room. It might get a bit noisy. You might make a bit of noise. And he, I remember he was going, okay. As soon as we went into the room and we sat down, Jesus walked in the room. And I was like, now what happened was this. This situation involved a betrayal. Very, very deep betrayal. To the point it was over a decade prior. And what happened, I explained, this is what happens. You've kept this inside of you, it's broken your heart. And the first thing that you have to do, your heart, See, see, God says, the psalmist said, you desire truth on the inward parts. I have hidden your Word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Uh, 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 The whole new covenant, you can't get away from this. If you try and avoid this, if you try and hack or shortcut, it won't work. The whole kingdom is the sower, the seed and the soil. The seed is the eternal Word of God. And the soil is the heart. You cannot get around this. So we need to know the dynamics so we can cooperate. So what happened is this deep wound was manifesting like it's now to the point it opened the door for this person's organs to start shutting down. Because it's not like, well, that happened so many years ago. We go, oh, time heals all wounds. That's a lie. Can you quote the chapter and verse of that one? That is not even in the Word. Time doesn't heal. So so I started speaking and said, okay, so the first thing that has to happen is that I'm gonna pray over you now, and I prayed a certain way. I said, now whatever's in your heart, you've actually got to bring it out, okay? Because at the moment, you're trying to put on a brave face and it's killing you. And so, (laughs) that what happened was, and I'm saying, this is not a religious thing. It's not, it's not a politically correct thing. Whatever's in there, let it out. <coughs> now, I'm not encouraging people to start, you know, screaming F-bombs. But if that's what's in there, that's what's going to come out. So what happened was the anointing was in there and this person started speaking like the, the person or persons who betrayed him were right in front of him. And it was like, just, it just poured out. I mean, it poured out. There were tears. There was screaming. There was, and, and and what happened? This is not some sort of indulgent thing. And some people, some people have attacked this method or whatever. I don't think it's a method. I think it's just. I think it's harnessing spiritual law. Okay. Um, and, and 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 above all else, guard your heart, for out of it flows the issues of life. And so, like 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 rah, like this, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it just felt like. Just the last bit came out. This took about 20 minutes. And I was sort of like, you know, I'm sitting in there and wave after wave and I'm thinking, all right, is this over? You know, do I jump in now? And so, oh, it was, it was like Ginsu steak knives. There's more, you know. <coughs> pouring out his heart and then you just felt something in the spirit. I don't know if you get that. You felt something, something just went, oh, something's different. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, we got the Lord involved. Now, the Lord wasn't the—you know—you know, God's God, and, and he 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 knows everything. He knows what you think before you think it. So it's not like you're painting the air blue, and he's going ooh, 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 like this. The Lord, the Lord was there, smiling, right? And what happened was immediately we were able to bring Jesus into that situation, and the glory of God started to manifest. And all of a sudden there was such a release, started laughing and the tears changed and it was in the glory. We were talking hectic and I, it was so hard to stay in there and, and just sort of like not be affected by what was going on. You feel complete. Afterwards, I walked out of there in a daze like this. I said, listen, you're still doing business with the Lord. I'm about to get ready to catch a plane Um if you're staying here as long as you need to, and he, and he stayed there for a while and I'm saying goodbye to different people, comes out and he's glowing. Completely different person. And this is what this is very important to know this, is that when someone's been broken on the inside, now this is not something you look for, by the way. Don't, don't go around, well, I'm sure I've been hurt somehow. No, no, don't do that. Don't get out the muck muckrake, the magnifying glass, the, 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 the microscope. Please, you get in the presence of the Lord. You get in the presence of the Lord. In your light, we see light. If there's something that comes up, Brilliant, right? If you, have a reoccur- if you have a reoccurring thought that's attached to a negative emotion, you know, that might be a thing, but you don't go looking for it, all right? And that's why it's good to be married because iron sharpens iron. Um, and so, so I could see a transformation and when I go back there, I can't wait to ask and say, hey, da-da-da-da, and we addressed the healing and prayed healing and all those different things. felt things take place. I mean, who loves the supernatural? (laughs) This is fantastic. Now, so what I wanna say is, and we we won't be putting these ones up. I'm I'm gonna breeze through this. But it actually says in Ecclesiastes 3.11 that God has put eternity in our hearts. And so you go, well, what is eternity? And we go, it's a really long time. No, it's not. Eternity has nothing to do with time. Did you know that in the time dimension, there's words called eons. And it can say for eons and eons and eons, but outside of this natural dimension, there's no time like we understand it. So we think eternity is living for, for a very, very long time. And Jesus gives the definition of eternity. And in John 17, 3, when he's praying that incredible, almost Melchizedekian high priestly prayer in John 17, he says, And this is eternal life, that they may know you, God, and Jesus, whom you've sent. Eternal life is knowing God. So here's what's interesting. Your heart only understands the dimension outside of time. So something could have happened to you years ago. Right, that you haven't resolved and your heart sees it as now. And here's the other conundrum, is that people go, oh, I know God's going to heal me. I know I'm going to get breakthrough. Your heart only sees now, so it says, I don't have it. Because that's what people do. They comfort themselves and go, oh, it's going to work out. That's called a hope. Hope's great, by the way. I'm not, I'm, again, I'm not hacking on hope. It's a cardinal virtue. Okay, but hope doesn't bring, hope keeps you in the game, hope makes things interesting. Hope, there's three things that you don't realise you had it till you lost it. One is freedom. You didn't know you were free until you lose freedom. Okay, so we sort of, we've sort of experienced that whole 2020 thing, didn't we? And if you were in Victoria, maybe 2022, 2021, 2023, yeah, who knows? Anyway, and Health. Kids don't, you don't see kids walking around, skipping around and going, I'm so healthy. They just say, everything's just normal till they lose it. And the other thing is hope. People don't know they're in hope until they lose it. So hope is one of that, It's, 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 it's amazing, it's pervasive, it's nearly everybody possesses it because people didn't know they had hope until they become hopeless. And hopeless is a genuine state of despair. However, It says in Habakkuk and quoted many times in Romans and other places, it says, the just shall live by faith. And the Word comes from the word trust out of the Old Testament, and it actually means trust. But what you actually have is this, faith has nothing to do with the future. Faith is completely connected to now. If you want to manifest consistent answers to prayer, breakthrough, healing, you need to get obsessed with the fact is that when Jesus died on the cross, when he said it is finished, he really meant it. And then he ascended to the right hand of the Father, presented his blood, the mercy seat, etc. Our sins were not just atoned for, they were removed further than far from the east is from the west, way, way more complete. It wasn't covered over once a year. We had to repeat it on the day of atonement, the high, you know, during the, the, um, the sacrifices and during the different festivals. So then what He did, and this is the big deal, the big deal was this, is that now that we would be born from above and not just that, we would be baptised in His Spirit and in that place we enter into our inheritance. That is not a future thing. That is a complete reality now. And here's the key, it's completely contingent on the human heart believing yes i'm all for hope but uh, <clears throat> the just shall live by faith you know there's a pretty strong language in hebrews 11 for without faith it is impossible to please god and i'll tell you what one of the reasons why uh, 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 faith is very very interesting is because it's very confronting but if you get it right, you are going to be cooking with gas. You will be living the dream. And this is what, <coughs> this, is, this is really, really important. Again, I'm just now, I'm gonna tell you a, a vision I had. I'm acting as a witness. I'm not saying this is a destiny. I'm, I'm driving the car, I'm going up to Munta, and <coughs> I go into a vision. And before the vision, I was thinking that, this is what I was thinking, Scotland, Massive outpouring like the Hebrides and other places. England, you know, the Wesleyan revivals, mass preaching, people up in trees listening to it, transformation of society um, to the point that the, in the French Revolution never crossed the English Channel because of not just the philanthropists, but these amazing preachers. Then you got Wales. There was more than one Welsh revival for those who don't know. And there's more than one Hebrides revival. <coughs> Then you have Canada, you have the Toronto blessing. You have what happened there. I mean, that went around the world, friends. People were, get, were laughing their guts out speaking in tongues in Anglican churches in Vaucluse, right? And then you had what happened in Sunderland and all around the world. I mean, the Toronto thing was massive. You know, connected to Rodney Howe Brown, Randy, Randy Clark, etc. And then you've got America. You don't have the first, second, third Great Awakening. You've got Brownsville, Pensacola. You got Lakeland, yeah, that was real, but the, 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 on a numerical level, the, the greatest one was the Jesus movement. We're talking multitudes. A couple of years after it says God is dead on Time magazine, or is God dead? I can't remember which one it was, right? And then it had a, a couple of years later, you got a, 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 a sort of a, um, an image of Jesus on, the, on, the, on Time magazine, like, like we care, you know? Because one year, remember, Hitler was Time magazine Man of the Year, um, as was Osama bin Laden, etc. So. Not that that's our our plumb line. And I'm thinking, Australia have had a few bits and pieces, but nothing compared to those, right? And I'm wondering, and then I went into a vision and I saw something like lifted up before the Lord. This is what we're gonna change. I I had a vision of the collective heart of Australia. And and, and some people will listen to this and they won't like it, don't care. Um, I'm being a witness. And the Lord said that the, the manifest DNA of the Australian heart has not been compatible with heaven. And it said it was a combination of an orphan spirit and a spirit of pride. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I've just come back from America. America is not a perfect country in case you've never worked that out. Uh, I mean, And of all places, I was in Texas. Do you know what? If you live in America and you are not seriously fat, it's a miracle. (laughs) Here you go, darling. You should see the size of these servings. And it's almost standard fare. Would you like a a take-home box? We're talking like, we're talking, I've never, I mean, I can eat. All right, I know that 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 that, that, that I, I and there's been times in my life I, I'm like by the grace of God I have an accelerated metabolism and and, and, and people hate me for it okay and so I can I've, in times past I've called myself a skinny glutton so I'm not you know Mr you know being Mr virtuous my gosh the, the servings are massive right and and, and <laughs> here we are like, this just the whole. Uh, uh, all this stuff around emissions and climate change and all this sort of stuff. I, I don't can't remember being in a car that wasn't a V8. Throw, you know, you just sort of like take off from the lights, and you're thrown backwards into your seat. Everyone's just zoom, you know, like this. And 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 but what, but what you have in America is this: is there such? It's actually, the way it's set up, America is set up economically to be a millionaire. You don't wanna fall into that poverty class because in Texas, they don't have income tax. Yeah, by the way, if you were born into slavery, would you know you're a slave? Do you know how overtaxed we are? How much the government spends people's money and we just go, ooh. Seriously, that's an orphan spirit. Okay, but we don't like people telling us because that's a spirit of pride. And so, so you have an America. But what you have is there's always this reaching forward to better themselves. There's this glass half full positivity that actually is more compatible with faith. Are there excesses? Absolutely. You know, preachers flexing their wealth and all sorts of stuff. It's it's too much. But, but, but I tell you what, Jesus said, poor, the poor you have with you always, but it's nothing to be, to be bragging about. It's because it's not about, it's not about acquiring stuff. That's what Marxism's about. Marxism is about acquiring more stuff. And after you get more stuff, you get more stuff. That's not that. godliness with contentment is great gain. But you get more stuff so you can actually help other people. That's why, you know, this, this is a legitimate. Uh, the, the big failure of capitalism is greed. Is that when God blesses you, you can you're in a position to help and bless other people. So the point I want to make is that I, I saw the, the 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 heart condition, and it has to change. And the first thing that has to change, I think, is that orphan spirit, because and 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 I was I was I did some ministry the other day praying for someone who's uh, uh, you know battling some hectic conditions. And and I, I quoted this is a great quote. wasn't It wasn't from the Book of Isaiah. It wasn't from Ecclesiastes. It wasn't from one of the Gospels. It was actually uh, lyrics from a song by Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. <coughs> and it was that, uh, Hanging on in quiet desperation is the English way. That's the Australian way. That's the Australian way. It's you've got, you've got, like, it, it's, 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 it's 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 hectic. And we need to see complete change of that. But what we need to see, we need to see a revolution of the heart. We need to see a revolution of the heart. And It's not a case of like uh, putting on, you know, you know, let's just start to, to cultivate humility. Let's start to cultivate, uh, no, 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 no. All of it is about connection to God. Otherwise it's behaviour modification. It's about connection. And the connection has to be in the Spirit that results in a heart transformation. This is really, really important. And so you guys doing okay? Good. All right. Now, um, so eternity isn't living for a very long time. It's knowing God. And so um, let's, this, this, there's no wiggle room in this. There's no wiggle room in this. I'm going to quote to you. In fact, we're going to put it up here because I listen to the Bible a lot, but I'm not an audio processor. Okay, so I probably, the effectiveness isn't as good as if I could have it in front of my eyes. But this is probably the most quoted scripture because it's changed my life and it's real. It's completely real. So can we put up Mark 11? And there's no wiggle room in this, okay? It says here, Mark 11, chapter 22. And Peter, remembering, said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed is withered away. So Jesus answered and said to him, have faith in God. For truly or assuredly or verily, verily or yea, verily, whatever you're reading, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, this, this, this is massive. Whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his cardia. The word it's not unbelief, it's doubt. Just doubt will stop things. When we start to understand that dynamic, what about 99% doubt? It's 1% doubt. So, be removed and cast in the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes those things he says will be done. We should be getting, we should be functioning on PhD level on this. If if this was real, and it is, this is this is our goal. The just shall live by faith. It says, when, it says when the Son of Man comes back to the earth, will he really find faith? It says that in Luke, Luke 18. Uh, 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 um, he will have whatever he says. Therefore, with this last statement, spiritual declaration in mind, I say to you, whatever things you ask for when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. And then the caveat at the end there is make sure you live and walk in forgiveness. You can't be in bitterness. So here it's got, is the minute you pray, you must believe you've received it. And it says here you must believe in the cardia and the heart and not doubt. So firstly, the heart is conditioned in the continual now because God has set eternity in our hearts. We don't understand that. So what we do, hope is great, but we mistake hope and faith continually. And you can see when someone's got a spirit of faith on them and you can see when it's not on them. You actually can. You know, we're doing some ministry this week. We went out and did a home visit. You can see when there's a spirit of death is on someone and when there's not. I remember, Daryl, I'm, you know, the story of Daryl, I ministered to someone they had two weeks to live. And I'm just, just sitting there and I just said, I can't see death on you. I can't see death on you. We're gonna pray for you and you're gonna be completely healed and this is what's gonna happen. And, 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 and you wanna be healed? I'm not sure. Hallelujah. And then I said, and then prayed, and I think we let her and a friend of the Lord, as they're getting wheeled out, said, we'll see you again. Maybe. Next day, they go to the doctor, they'll completely heal, they're still alive. Okay? So that was that was, that was was the, but I couldn't see a spirit of death. Because sometimes you can, you know, and, and a spirit of death doesn't mean you're gonna fall off the perch in three minutes. People can be stalked by a spirit of death for years. So that's what, we gotta make sure, we gotta be really, really, really make sure we're not abiding in you know, you know one of the things that produces death? Besides dying? <coughs> is sorrow. Sorrow. Because it says worldly sorrow produces death. And that comes out of a broken heart. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. This is why we have to be committed to praising God because when we praise God, we hit a gusher. And what's the gusher? It's called the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord ain't your joy. So when you go, oh, oh, I'm supposed to act happy, that's not the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is His joy. You actually start tapping into how He feels. Joy comes from Him. So getting back to this, you must believe you've received it. In other words, it's better to confess what you desire and not believe it than to keep saying how you feel, which is the opposite of what you desire. Because people have got to stop saying what they have, what they think they have, and say, "God says you can have what you say." And this is why God's given us a mouth because it can override the brain. Now, I'm not a chronic confessor, and I'm not the, I'm not a hyper faith person. However, you cannot you, if if you don't develop this area, you're going to be you're going to be bullied by natural circumstances. And when I say bullied, you know, you could uh, become redundant in a job and then demons ta- taunt you over it. It's not just losing a job. It's actually takes on a spiritual dimension. So the heart has to believe. What happens when you pray, you say, amen. The heart has to believe it now. It has to stay in the now. But what if you haven't cultivated it? Well, it's called the fight of faith, isn't it? It's called the fight of faith. So you go, oh, thank you, Lord, and I believe it now. And then you've got the fight of faith. And... You think about how powerful this is combined with the prophetic. So it doesn't say the just should live by the prophetic. Now, the prophetic's incredibly indispensable because it says the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. However, you combine the prophetic dreams and visions as the word of the Lord. Because remember, it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, and the word is rhema. You live in the word and renew your mind with the Logos, rhema's coming at you every day, every day. But it comes through that quickening. And so that's where the prophetic comes into it. It's indispensable, but you can be transformed by the renewing of your mind just through the Logos. You really, really, really can. So anyway, here we go. And so your heart has to believe it as now. If you go, oh yes, God will do it, you're not in faith. That's hope. I'm not being pedantic. Actually, I am. I'm not, sorry, I'm not being pedantic on semantics. This is indispensable. We need to understand that in the Spirit, we don't understand it, past, present and future simultaneously exists. It's not like God's sitting in time and He's seeing off in the distance. Everything's in Him. Past, present and future are simultaneous. We just, its that's the best as I can describe it. That's the one who was and is and is to come. The Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. And so the heart, this is incredible. Because ra- rather than be programmed by our past, when we go after renewing our mind, we start to program our heart in now faith. And this is what's so cool. Let's put up Mark 9.23. I, mean, if, if, I mean, if this is not exciting, you're dead. Okay, Mark 9.23. Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Wow. So, you go, all right. So believing, do, am I? Am, is this mind over matter, or am I hyping myself up uh, so I can extract something out of the ether like I'm putting, a, dropping a claw into a lucky dip? Is that what it is? No, it's not. Because this is what's taking place. Number one, we're in Christ. Number two, we're seated in heavenly places. Number three, we're already complete in Him. And number four, yeah and number 4 this is i've been meditating on this this is amazing jesus said and you will know the truth and knowing the truth will set you free in other words anytime you feel anxious sad down fearful it's based on a lie anytime the truth's so amazing it's so amazing that when you know it, you become free. So underlying reality, there's an amazing story that's being obscured by lies, by, by, by the system of this world. It's actually being, it's obscuring things. And when you realise that, you're going, you mean this is smoke and mirrors? Yeah, because the Lord sent them into the Promised Land. He says, whose report will you believe? They were giants, but they didn't know the truth. They didn't know the truth that God was going to drive. He'd already said to them, he says, you don't have to beat anybody. I'm going to drive them all out with hornets. Hornets are threatening to tiny people and giants. They're hornets. He was going to drive them out. He didn't say, can you take the land? He says, see if it's a good land. And what they did is they went out of any form of faith and they tried to work it out in their brains and they were completely defeated. So this is where it's so exciting is that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He's in Him. Don't think that, 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 that you know, in a galaxy far, far away with some sort of Star Wars credits is heaven. And then there's a figurine up there and you've got to, no, no, no. no. Says so the whole universe is held together by the power of His Word. Jesus upholds and, and sustains everything. Everything is created for Him, through Him, and for, for Him, through Him, and in Him. All things are for Him. We've got to magnify the kingdom, magnify the Lord, magnify the King. Seek those things that are above, and you start to magnify. So this is not a mind over matter thing. It's actually laying a hold of what already is. And I know this sounds like an abstraction, but if we don't get a hold of this, we will not get delivered from barrenness, orphanness and pride. We up, <coughs> seven. I would say 15-ish years ago. This was a debt-free country, debt-free. And then we had governments spending money like they were addicted to crack. And we just sit there and do nothing. Oh, but that's not the church's job. Uh, you're a city on a hill. You're the soul of the earth. You're the light of the world. Come, it's got everything. Because now you've got people, you've got young people probably looking at almost impossible to buy a home. You've got all sorts of pressures. The media puts the spotlight. on It's, it's the cherry-picking outrage that's out there. It's 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 owned. It's the same agenda. You, you've, you've got we, we've got the duly elected but not by popular majority, right? Uh, uh, marginal seats, gerrymandering, and so forth, right? We've got our, our duly elected prime minister. As soon as he got his butt kicked in this referendum, he's over and he's doing the G12, G9, whatever, the G-force, whatever. And he's meeting with Larry Fink, the head of BlackRock. I found out the other day that a lot of the pubs bought on York Peninsula have been bought by BlackRock. Isn't that interesting? So here you've got, and the church is like, oh, you know, because the church has become obsessed with building subcultures rather than changing the world. This is a big deal. This is a big deal. You and God are a majority. And, 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 and we are not in dispensationalism. We're in the sixth dispensation of grace. So the church is going to get its butt kicked and then Jesus is going to come rescue us. That's just not what the, the Bible teaches. The Bible teaches to go in all the world. It says, it says, what Adam and Eve didn't do, you guys do. I none of this deferral. So when you're laying a hold, see the kingdom is a continual present tense. Now faith is, today is the day of salvation. This is why procrastination is a thief of time because it's a state of mind that you never ever come into the now. Ah, oh, I'm not gonna do it this morning, I'll do it this afternoon. And you think the quality of time will change, but you're still in the same, same mindset. <clears throat> now, I was very, very challenged because, uh, uh, and, and I shared this on Sunday and, I, and, and people go, you just, people were really excited and you just breezed over. It. Oh. So I remember, I probably, I probably prayed for no one in my life more than my father. And I know that a lot of people here have prayed for him. And uh, you need to, for those who don't know, <clears throat> You got you got you know people who p- pastors' kids and parents were Christians and parents and my wife's parents were missionaries and I, when I got you know came to the Lord, you know I was friends with pastors' kids and all this. Well, I was the son of a sailor. Okay, and that that comes with 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 a vocabulary as well. And uh, so what happened is its it. Is it it, right up there, I, I I know what it is to pray with tears, with passion, and and there's times where you do it because the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and it's tr- called a spirit of travail. But you can't you can't manufacture travail. That's as the Spirit wills. Okay, and groans and whatnot. And so, probably this year, I radically changed my tact, and I said, you know what? I'm praying that the Lord's going to do it. That's actually not faith. 30 years of prayer. So then what I did, I said, I'm just changing it. I'm actually just gonna get in the presence of God and I'm gonna start decreeing, Alan, you're saved. You're saved like this. Now, every time I'd witnessed him, now he's seen, he's seen the miracles in our family. He's seen it. He's blown away with the buildings. He's just blown away like this. But when I bring up spiritual things like like up in his grill type thing, this spirit gets involved and shuts things down. Some very, very interesting things. This is why we need the prophetic. A couple of prophets saw. How, how's this, this is really, really good mapping, right? This is really interesting. Is that a couple of prophets, a prophet that stayed up with dad up in the block, Adam? <coughs> um, he was fasting and praying for a long time. And one day, Adam is out in the middle of nowhere. And he's probably, I don't know what day of the fast it was. And, he's, and uh, he's walking along and he looks up and his heart nearly just freaked out. Right in front of him was a pirate. A pirate. Dressed in filthy clothes, dirty skin. <clears throat> this is like near Swan Reach. <clears throat> there's, there's no, no, I can't see any pirate ships or anything like this. He was like, like, like freaked out. And he, he was so overwhelmed, he turned away and then he turned and there was nothing. So he had a full vision, he going, why am I seeing a pirate? We're in the Australian Outback. So then uh, what's really interesting is someone from here, someone on staff saw, a different type of pirate, probably the more the pirate connected to a Captain Smith type. Yes, Somalia, I'm the captain now. You know, that guy. And he saw that every time he left my house, this thing would get on the back of his car and siphon the fuel out of his car. In other words, every time I'd share the testimonies, he'd go back to the block and the enemy would steal that, that seat. So what happened, not only did I decree, right, that he saved, I told this, pirate where to go. Why a pirate? Who, Who finds it interesting? Why a pirate? I'll tell you why. Because my father for quite some time was based in the British Navy in Jamaica, pretty much based on Port Royal where Pirates of the Caribbean was based on. So my father got delivered of Johnny Depp. Or Keith Richards, however you want to see that. <laughs> so I'd bind that spirit like, yeah, like this. And then I came back from uh, Switzerland. and I found out he's in hospital when he'd taken a turn for the worse. I went, that's it. I'd been decreeing, went up to the, went up to the block and praying in tongues. And, and he, like, he was wiped out and he wouldn't get, get up. And I basically, and all, all the way up, I'm thanking God. See, your heart only understands now. It doesn't understand future. Oh, I'll do it one day. One day will never come. Just got to be better to, you know, get a rebuke from a friend than a kiss from an enemy. Because this is, come on, I mean this, I'm, I'm speaking into Australia now. We've got to stop deferring the kingdom. We've got to lay a hold of now. Even if you're a bit wobbly on the confession, it's better to confess what you desire, that you have it, than whinge. Because then what happens? You know, this, this is, uh, 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 remind me if I get too hectically sidetracked. All right, I'm gonna talk to you about when I prayed with him. When you lie, your heart hears you. When you exaggerate, your heart hears you. That orphan pride thing, one of the biggest characteristics of Australia that America do not understand is sarcasm where you actually say things in jest you just do not mean continually, what happens, your heart gets confused. And it's said in Mark 12, 11, 22 to 24, it says, you must believe the things that you say. So you're made in God's image and you're, you're called to decree and create things. If you drill down on the process, if you drill down on the process in uh, John 14, Jesus just said, He goes, If you live in My Word, whatever you ask the Father in My name, He will do. He says it again and again and again. He even keeps saying it in in 16. He even says it in a different way in in, in chapter 15. God wants to answer prayers all the time. But if your heart doesn't believe, you get nothing. This is why it says a double-minded, double-hearted person receives nothing. Nothing. And so this is, in this season, like never before, God wants us to go after the little foxes that spoil the vine on the inner world. So cool. Because then you come into, it's a hope deferred, makes the what sick? Heart sick, desire fulfilled as a tree of life. It's so cool. When you understand that this is the, this is the sphere. This is the, so yes, that the mind is the, the battlefield is the mind, but it's about breaking the heart. Okay. Because once the heart's broken, it's hard for the heart to be, hard for the heart to believe, and so so that's why sarcasm and lying is so damaging. If you're a liar, if you find that you lie under pressure, then that's damaging you. Not just being, you know, I mean, the Bible has a lot to say about liars. You be truthful, you know. So I go up there, and he's not doing great, and I and I and like, I've been just Lord, I've just thank you, he's saved. Da da da, boldness. So I just said to him, Dad, when we get back, when I get back from the US, we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna do, cause he's, he's in his mid eighties now, we're gonna do, uh, sign some legal paperwork regarding guardianship and um, uh, I can't remember, you know, being executor, or whatnot. I can't remember this, it wasn't quite what it was. Anyway, I said, also too, what we're gonna do now is we're gonna do something we've never done before. We're gonna pray. He's like, all right. I said, this is what we're gonna do. You're gonna pray the prayer of salvation. I didn't ask him. I told him, we're gonna pray the prayer of salvation and I'm gonna say a line and you're gonna repeat after me. And you're actually, you're not doing this for me. You're not praying it to me, you're praying it to God. Okay? Okay. So pretty much, it was, it was, it was, it was, a, it was a fully loaded one where pretty much I didn't just say, Jesus help Pretty much, I believe that you're the Son of God. You died on the cross for, you, 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 I believe you died on the cross for my sins. I ask you to forgive me of for my sin. I, I received the free gift of salvation. According to your word, my name's in the Lamb's book of life. Who's saying all of that. What part of the prayer, like, in, I went, in Jesus' name? And he goes, who? And I went, I went in Jesus." Oh, yeah, 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 in Jesus' name. <laughs> now, I got no doubt that he doesn't understand the gravity of that because he's had 84, 85, nearly 85 years of nut. Nah. And so, but it's very, very interesting because my, I told my wife, she goes, I could feel the atmosphere change in the city. And, and, and I'll tell you what, like, we've got 30 years of begging God with, with, with intense desire and then you change it to believing. Who's inspired? Yeah. And so we've actually got to change the culture but we we can't change everybody else, we have to change. So exciting. And so as you heard on Sunday, we touched that faith realm uh, when we're in Houston and I was talking about the heart condition, the heart, you gotta lay a hold of the now. And then we, we got people to step into that dimension by faith. We're gonna do that tonight, by the way. And like I said, woman got healed of cancer. A um, woman who had irreversible brain injury from a stroke. She, she said, this, this is the best I've spoken in 12 years. See, never question God's ability to heal anyone or part the Red Sea or raise the dead. Our job is to present our hearts to Him and renew our mind. He can't do that job. So when we go, oh, revival's coming like this, that's magical thinking unless you understand the mechanics. And this is why we would need a revolution of the heart. Who's excited? Come on. To him who believes all things are possible. So, okay. Now, when Jesus said it is finished, he actually meant it. Now, okay. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna skip a bunch of stuff. We need our eyes open to what's already happening. When you said yes to Jesus, you're in the Kingdom. So you're physically here, but you're in the Kingdom. And Paul's biggest prayers, most passionate prayers are your eyes would be open to reality, heavenly reality. And when we don't understand that, we're always pushing it into the future and we don't understand how damaging that is. We've actually aggressively, we've got to break the mould of she'll be right, because it won't be right. It won't be right. There will be fights over water rights soon like we've never seen. Is it, there is global slavery programming taking place. And unless we are established in our identity as sons in Christ, we go, okay, well, we've got Romans 13, I suppose. It's not good enough. It is not good enough. And so we just suck it up. But I tell you what, look, you know, I've I've had a pretty good life, very full life. I think about my kids and their kids. I wanna see my grandkids. I want them to, you know, spend some time with them. And so, so we need to know what the Lord's already already taking place. So, so I'm going to just qu- quickly breeze over this bit, and I'm going to I'm going to drill down the last bit, and then we're going to pray. So, Jesus said, "It's actually, you know, you've walked with me for three three and a half years. You've seen me walk on water. You've seen me still the storm. You've seen seen me feed the five thousand with just a you know handful of uh, fishes and loaves. Seen me raise the dead. One was dead for four days." You know, uh, 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 every type of miracle, you know, interrupt a funeral, go, you know, come in, come the like, coffin, excuse me, you know, and all of a sudden the 12 year old girl sits up, and, and or the son, or whatever, I can't remember which one that was. And they're just like, oh, like this, but it's still going through a natural filter. Because remember, they saw the pillar of fire, the pillar of cloud, and they still didn't, there was still no Comprehende. Red Sea were parted, quail, manna, no Comprehende. Because what God wants us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. So our heart is transformed. It doesn't come through, the Kingdom of God doesn't come through observation. So we need to understand that. We've got to get rid of the middleman called the eyes. And so, then Jesus said this statement. He, he said, you know, I'm going away soon. And he goes, no, 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 listen. It is to your benefit. It is advantageous that I go. Now I'm only limited in one place at one time. All right, that's what everyone's pushing into me. But I'm gonna come back by my Spirit. And remember the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Jesus because it says in Galatians 4, 6, He said he the Spirit of His Son into our hearts. Okay, so it's the Spirit of Jesus. So why don't we just call Him the Spirit of Jesus? Because He's the Holy Spirit, because the emphasis is on holiness, otherwise we become too familiar with Jesus. You know, you get T-shirts, Jesus is my homeboy. It's too familiar. It's too familiar. What that does, it grieves and quenches. And so the very Spirit of Christ who walked Galilee, raised the dead, fed the hungry, they would try and entrap Him with loaded questions, and he never was fussed or phased, and he completely came in on a transcendent level of counsel and and, and wisdom. Never was phased. That spirit's in you. It's not just around us; it's in us. That's already happened. So we better start getting out the rudder of the ship in line with what already is. The second thing is this: I'm going to, I'm going to give you the easiest baby steps for you to have explosive faith in a matter of weeks and months, not months and years and decades. Who wants that? People think their faith moves something from A to B. That is not the case. Faith is merely consciousness. And the word consciousness means to be awake or aware of your surrounds. People are not awake or aware of who they really are and where they really are. That's all it is, it's consciousness. That's not some new age trippy sort of disassociative lentil eating, saffron robe wearing sort of disassociative sort of like, you know, no deodorant sort of reality. Good hearts, but you stand there and I'll be here. It's not that. It's that being... Uh, developing that consciousness of the of who you actually are is that you're already seated in heavenly places, and this is this is the key. This is the key. We go, oh, my miracles over there, and I need a here. My breakthroughs over there, and my... Fa-. Wrong. The key word is in, because we've got to overcome the matrix, natural limiting spatial conundrum. Okay. The spatial conundrum. My faith moves something from him. No, it doesn't. We just need to be aware what already is. That's why Jesus said, "Whatever things you ask for, I believe you already receive them, because you have, and you'll have them." That's because you already have all things. So the key word is in. So right now, you exist in Him. You've never been self-existent. If God knew you before the foundation of the world, Jeremiah, I knew you before you were in your mother's womb. You were in Him. Nothing is self-existent. Lucifer, before he iniquity was found within from the abundance of his training, was in him. But now even more so, not only we in him, but we've been given the inheritance of a name that is above every single name. That is at the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And this is what's so cool, is this is we actually have to cultivate that we are in Him. We have to be conscious that we are in Him. We cannot be conscious of separation and believe for miracles. We cannot be conscious of distance and believe for transformation. Because consciousness, true consciousness is being truly awake and truly aware and we've got to, the key word is in. The word in actually is profoundly outlines a spatial relationship. And the spatial relationship is oneness. There is no separation. This is so cool. I'm almost feeling God. Praise the Lord. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna read this passage of scripture. We're gonna go John 15, verses 1 to 7, and you're gonna hear the emphasis. Okay? This is amazing. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I've spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. This is the command. You practice this, you don't get big breakthroughs, you're actually connecting to reality every day. And you go, I'm already in the Lord. And Jesus doesn't heal, Jesus is life. And Zoe life swallows up death and the river continually is flowing and He holds everything together by the power of His Word and we have this treasure in earthen vessels and if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead, how will He not through Him quicken our mortal bodies? Because if we faithfully cultivate in Him, faithfully cultivate results in faith. We don't want to be faithful, but we want faith, friends. It doesn't work that way. I'm not saying the faith is from you. I'm saying that when you consistently create a state of being through discipline, then what happens? That natural inertia meets with heavenly God's from God's in His heavenly intent, and He can land on it. But He can't if there's an orphan spirit of separation or pride of I'll do it myself. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. Yep. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. I mean, at the moment, I don't blame for being slightly annoyed at my shrill tone, but it's got some psychological benefits, Okay. And I in him bears much fruit. For without me, (laughs) without me, you can do nothing. We we don't really believe that. We believe we can watch cricket, go to the shops, have coffee. The Lord goes, Come and pray. Ah, I'm going to go do coffee first. Uh, Right. Without me, you can do nothing. Next one. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burnt. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. This is how you cultivate faith. There is no distance between you and the Lord. You are connected. You are Those who join in the Lord of one Spirit with Him, you're one with, with, with God. With God. And this is why this consciousness of not one day, one day, one day, oh, the end times! we just wait for it to unfold. We're always obsessing over things that we can't control. And you, have, you only have now, and after now, you have another now, then you have another now, and we're not stewarding the nows. And now faith is. And this is what's so cool, is that I won't put up any more Scriptures. Well, actually, I will put one more up, right? But I'm gonna paraphrase one. You look at Isaiah, the rest of Isaiah 61. We are saved, we are redeemed, we are born from above to change the world. Now, this is where it gets cool. It says, for us to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Nothing manifests faith more than praise. Nothing manifests faith more than praise. The last, I don't know if I've put this, no, I didn't, no, no, I didn't put this up. Could you, are you able to look this up if I give you the reference? 2 Corinthians 4, verse 13. 2 Corinthians four thirteen. Is Is that God wants us established in this. Remember this, prayed for 30 years and in three months I got more results. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what it's written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. And in the same spirit of faith, we minister. Is that is there there more after the speak bit? Is there a second bit of that? Knowing that, yeah, no, 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 go, yeah, go back to that. That was it. So in the same spirit of faith. Okay, there we go. So, so this is so cool. So, here's the battle. Number one, Jesus is one. He's one. So you know, it's really funny when you say something. Now, I'm not. I'm not expecting Simon says. I'm not expecting people to jump through hoops, but Australians are very slow to act. Sorry, you guys are fine, you're South African. But the rest of these guys, the rest of these guys, well, no, we're we're slow. We're slow. Do you know why we're slow? Because we are too concerned with what other people think. Why should I say, Amen, I don't know what else is. (laughs) Revival! And so, <laughs> and so, no, 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 no. That's the subcon. No one wants to, to break rank, tall poppy syndrome, and that, that, that's not. That's just not going to fly. And people would rather go down with the, the, the ship of failure than stand out and get a bit of persecution, get a bit of Percy on the payroll. And I'll tell you, this is the we we, we have to be. We have to see. Someone's not going to oh, in the name of Jesus come out orphan spirit. Oh, can I have some more? You know, like like is it. That's not necessarily gonna happen. What happens is that we get transformed with the renewing of our mind, but we need a revelation of our hearts. That's what's so cool. See, for me, is that I'm not trying to get you to do stuff. This is how I live. I'm just, telling, I'm just, I'm just sharing, the, I'm a witness, okay? And like I said, we're going to see, but I'm blown away with how prophetic this church is. This is a gifted prophetic church. There's so many people that hear God and have visions. Now what we've got to do is we've got to combine that with the spirit of faith. I tell you what, that's gonna change the world. We already are moving big mountains in the political sphere. You know that, I know that, great. But I tell you what, we need to influence the arts and entertainment. We need to influence media. We need to influence, I mean, families are broken, broken, broken. I look at how people are bringing up their kids these days. People are afraid to discipline their kids. If you don't discipline your kid, the Bible says you hate them. Oh no, you don't know, no, 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 enough. Stop being a fool. It says if you don't discipline your kids, you condemn them. Because what happens is that if you don't co-regulate their impulses, then they become an adult and they won't be able to ever regulate their impulses and their impulse might look like getting a knife and putting it in someone's stomach or pulling a trigger or running a country. Can we put the pads on please? Worship pads. Thank you. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Thank you. Not shoulder pads. What are they talking about? It's about hip and shoulder everyone. Holy Ghost. Who's excited about the realm of the heart? Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Just for a minute, can you just pray in the Spirit? Hallelujah. Pray in the Spirit. Lord, we just thank You for rivers of living water coming out of people's belly. We thank You, Lord. We thank You, Lord. We thank You, Lord. Holy Holy. Just I we going to pray in the spirit just for maybe a minute, maybe two minutes. Holy. 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 Holy, 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 Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Okay, Spirit is starting to move. Just keep praying. Is that, Mom? I'm going to open up the altar soonish. Holy, Holy, come on. Shikamashi karababa. Holy, <coughs> holy, 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 holy Lord. Holy, holy, holy Lord. Holy, holy, holy Lord. Holy, holy, holy Lord. Holy 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 Lord it's a lot of angelic activity friends keep going keep going mama <laughs> mama holy 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 mama Holy Ghost. 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 Wow! Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Now faith is I'm getting a little bit drunk. Alright. Holy Ghost. Now D, I'm going to pray for you again. So if you, can you go over there? I'm going to anoint you with oil in a second. This is what I'm going to do. In a second, I'm going to pray for you guys. I'm gonna invite people, who, you, you, need, it's a, you need a serious healing, okay? Just a bit of a sore neck and that, you can believe for that, all right? Went out with one of our elders and prayed for someone who'd been given two days to live and we couldn't see a spirit of death over them. We, I believe that person's healed, okay? So I wanna go after the, the big stuff. When I uh, prayed for Dee, she had a, a nerve condition that she got afflicted with for months and months. When I came back from Switzerland, I laid hands on her and broke it and it, it started to disappear. It's just trying to, it trying to harass her a bit again. So I'll pray for her, right? But something broke last time. What I'm gonna do in a second, I'm gonna get people to stand. I'm gonna pray with you guys and I'm gonna agree there's gonna be one thing you're believing for, okay? It could be for salvation. Of a loved one. You know, when I was in America, there's such a realm of faith. People caught this message. They caught this. They, they caught it. Go, I've got to be in the now. It's not future. And it's not sort of like fingers crossed. He says, no, I'm going to boldly say yes. Whether it's I'm healed or whether, and this person, they said, I need this door open, this, you know, I, 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 to share with these people that, that the door can't open. I've tried to open it, it won't like this. I said, well, let just a green prayer. They caught me in the foyer. Jesus, it was so simple. I said, Lord, we agree it's done in heaven. She came up the next day. These people that never ring me, they rang me within one hour. One hour. This is, we've got to start to be bold in faith. Can someone say amen? The righteous are as bold as a lion. I'll pray over people, but as soon as I finish it, amen, I'm going to open the altar and I'm going to anoint people who've got ser- something serious, okay? I'm not even gonna ask what it is. The second I lay hands on you with oil, you go, thank you, Jesus. You watch the power of God hit you, okay? Can you feel that? Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. And He's here by His Spirit. So cool. It's And we've gotta train ourselves to be in constant joy. We, we do, we do, okay? It's funny, I go, hey, if you smile to the Lord, you receive easy, and people go, that's called pride. Or stupid. Or you don't really want it that much. This is we gotta get delivered of this. I mean that. I mean that. This is the stuff the Lord's coached me in. Hallelujah. The sound of our feet. Now, once we've prayed, have your communion at your leisure. I know it's there, but I'm just I'm just going with how well, I think we need to flow. Alright. So I'm gonna give you twenty seconds. It's going to be. It's, I'm going to. We're going to ask you. you sometimes I do this with an offering. This ain't an offering, okay? But something's going to come from your belly up to you. The thing that that you desire you you desire the most, and it might be a healing, right? If that's the thing, or it might be a loved one saved, or it might be a financial issue, or whatever. So, but it's got to be you desire. It. Don't just pull something out, out of a shopping list. It's got to, it's got to be the thing that just grips you. So I'm just going to pray, Lord, show them what they need to believe for. In Jesus' name, I just thank you for a quickening of that thing that means so much to that person's heart. We thank you. Don't choose the easiest thing, choose the thing that's coming to you right now. I'll give you I'll give you ten more seconds. That's all you need. If you have to think about it, then it's not coming out of your spirit. <clears throat> Holy Ghost, we just thank you for revealing that. 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 Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Also, uh, when we say Amen, Dad, we'll just organise some catches as well. That'd be great. Holy Ghost, thank You. All right. I want you to put your hands out to heaven and you're gonna repeat after me. This is a prayer of faith. And when we say Amen, I want you to, I want you to start rejoicing that God's answered your prayer. That's what it says in Mark eleven twenty two 22 to 24. And then I'm gonna open up the altar for people who need healing, Okay. Holy Spirit, say this out to me. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. You, are awesome. you are awesome. You live inside of me. You, live of me. you, are, powerful. you are powerful. I bless You. I, bless you. I thank You. I thank you. Father, Father, in the Name, Amen. the Mighty Name Amen. of Jesus, Amen. that very thing Amen. that is in my heart Amen. that I've already prayed to You about, That means so much to me. Right now, I believe and I confess that You've already given it to me. I rejoice that I'm in faith and I say yes. Because all of Your promises in Christ are yes and amen. And I say thank You. And the devil is under my feet. And I am seated in heavenly places. In Jesus' Name. Amen. Hallelujah.